How's it going, everybody? Welcome to Mouthpiece. This is the podcast that is raw, real, and uncut. I'm your host, Manny C., and we have another episode, another special guest, man, someone that I've met maybe about what? How long has it been, month. man? Really a fucking month? Feels like a month. Bro. I don't know. I feel like I've known you forever now. And we start talking about podcast, and we talk about all that shit because we both have a podcast, mm. but one and only, Jordan, how you doing, sir? Great, bro. You're doing good, man. Appreciate you. I'm doing great, Thank you for coming, man. Thank you for having me. Like, it's it's a fucking honor to have you. I think you're a guy that I can learn a lot from, bro. Like, honestly, when I met you, like, you had so much fucking info. You had so much fucking information that to me was just like, damn, this dude is fucking smart. Appreciate that. No (laughs) one's ever said that to me, so uh, we'll see. We'll see. But like I was was telling you, this is the first time I've ever been on a podcast. How do you feel, man? Because usually you host that shit. Usually. I feel right at home. You feel right at home? Oh, yeah. This is like a fucking environment for people that know how to communicate. Hell, yeah. I don't don't think I know how to communicate. I try to pretend and shit. Yeah. Oh, me too. I've been faking everything my whole life. (laughs) You got to fake it till you make it, brother. You know what I'm saying? No, but honestly, being on a podcast did teach me, bro. There's people that can speak on that shit, and there's people that cannot. Mm-hmm. Like, there's people that literally on here and just, I don't know, they just can't. No, for sure. It's and a I fucking think gift, right? We can say that shit. Well, I think anyone who is good at communicating is, they can have a successful podcast. Mm-hmm. Because it, first, you have to have the product, and this is with anything just in business, right? Right. Like, the product has to be good. You can't sell shit can we swear on this one yeah we can okay the you can't, fuck you can't sell, you can't sell you know some shitty it doesn't matter how great your marketing is right. i mean i guess maybe you can sell it but there's no longevity right because mm. people start realizing it sucks right right but if you have a good podcast um then it just comes down to the marketing of it and just reach right mm. so if you are good at communicating asking questions interviewing whatever style your podcast is right entertaining um if it's good bro it's eventually gonna gonna oh, pop off regardless yeah. mm-hmm. it's crazy bro because like coming into this world of the media and podcast it's a whole different ball game you know what i mean there's a lot of stuff to learn a lot of stuff that's very intuitive but at the same time it's like man i didn't know about all this mm-hmm. you know there's a lot to it dedication even doing a podcast people don't know that it takes a lot of fucking work bro there's so much so, <laughs> there's so many everybody po- wants a fucking podcast but don't want to do the work bro you know there's so saying? yeah there's so many people who think it's just a matter of turning it on, going live, recording it, and right. you're done, right? And then you just blow up from, right. from that, Overnight right? success. You don't realize how many hours you have to put into the to the creating the content, the the short stuff, right? The stuff you're putting on TikTok, on mm-hmm. uh, Instagram Reels, YouTube Shorts now. Um, your shorter form content that's like, you know, five to ten minutes that you could post out on YouTube that's just a, a segment from right. your podcast. Um there's so much that goes into it. And then obviously if you don't know anything about video editing or anything like that, you have to teach yourself that too. So there's mm-hmm. hours that go into that, that I had to teach myself when we started the podcast. I mean, it was probably like five or six months after we started where I was like, Hey, let me get in there too and start video editing so that I can take some workload right. off you. But now it's two people creating clips. We could put way more out there. Right. So I learned a ton just YouTube and asking questions to people who know what they're doing, mm-hmm. uh, figuring that stuff out. I know that you did the same thing where you just yeah. kind of learn that as you go because you you have to, right? You have to. I mean, not, yeah, you have to if you want to do it. But I did it because I actually had passion for it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Was mm-hmm. that the same thing with you? Did you feel like you had a passion I really for like, communicating or podcasting? or? Yeah, I, I, so it's funny, before Player's Choice, I had tried starting two, two or three podcast on my own with like my friends and I all by yourself mm-hmm. Crazy. and so I was trying to kind of learn that stuff uh several years ago um not so much on the video editing side we were just doing like audio only stuff and um I kind of learned about like the equipment and stuff that you need what you need to start and for people mm-hmm. who are trying to start we get this question all the time in our dms people will dm me as well like what do I need to start a podcast Bro, literally all you need is some form of uh, equipment, probably a computer, a laptop right. to record on. And then you just need a microphone, which could even be on your computer. Like you can do this. You can start this with very little uh, investment. Right. And then as you start growing and whatnot, then you just invest more into it and get better equipment. Yep. You don't need the nice stuff right. right away. But going back to your question about like podcasting and stuff, um, I don't know that there was necessarily a, uh, like 
passion for podcasting, but it was interesting to me. And I've always just kind of liked entertaining in a way of like, I like being funny. I like making people laugh. It's like, how can I do that and like push that out to more people? I was like, podcast would be dope. Yeah. Um, so tried to start a beer one with some friends and then it just kind of eventually faded out because just schedules didn't align and whatnot. And a then, beer one? Mm-hmm, like we were, just talking we, about beer? We drink how? different beers each That's episode. And we should have had different beers today. Yeah. <laughs> and then we would we would talk about just like what's going on in kind of like current events and stuff. And and then uh, we got through, I don't know, like maybe nine or 10 episodes, which was, it was dope. It was actually really fun. We shot it in my, or recorded it in my basement at the time that we we're renting a house, uh, me and two of my buddies. And then one of the guys who was, on the podcast with us he would come over at whatever day of the week um every week and then we would record it then we'd start playing darts we had a little dart board and then we had a pool table that's what's up so it was super fun and then i and forget then you guys made it funny and stuff like that like yeah yeah it was you know just our personalities mm-hmm. um and then the other podcast i don't even remember what the other one that we tried starting but similar thing you know just so you had like three under your belt and then you kept on going with it like what made you decide the other ones obviously were not as big as you anticipated to be what made you decide to keep on pushing for like podcasts what why that genre yeah so with the ones that i started it was just kind of like fizzled out right uh and then the when covid hit um shack who is the one who technically started player's choice mm-hmm. I forget what we called it before it was player's choice. It was it was something different the first episode, and then we changed to player's choice like the next episode in great name change, by the way. It is, I love the name. Yeah. Um, but he hit me a couple months into COVID because he had to come back to the States. He plays basketball overseas. Had to come back to the States. He's like, let's play Call of Duty. And I was like, dope. I haven't talked to him in, in like a couple years. And so we played and then he hit me like a couple of days later. He's like, I want to do this podcast. Like, would you be interested? I was like, dude, I'm so bored. I will do anything right now. Like that sounds dope. You know, um, it had everybody in their feelings and he knew that I had been, I had done a couple like on my own where I had tried a couple on my own. So he's like, okay, he gets it. Um, so we, he's like, this is how I want to structure it. I want to do sport like NBA debates. I don't even, it might've even at the beginning started as like sports debates. And then we just kind of like stayed in the lane of NBA because we all played basketball, the people that were involved in the show when we started. Um, And then we recorded um, once a week, uh, did like the first episode, there was three of us. Next episode, he's like, I want to bring in one more guy. That was Dell. So then there was four of us for like, 40 or 50 or so episodes. Um, and then I want to say probably three or four months in, we were only, po- we, we were streaming on Twitch and then we were taking the VOD and putting it on YouTube. And then we were only like posting stuff to like Instagram maybe in YouTube. Um, and we were posting like once a week. Like we were not put pushing content. Um, and then one day I just hit Shaq and I was like, bro, we should get on TikTok. Um, like why not and start posting stuff there. And then we started posting like, you know, a few clips, uh, a week. And then I want to say like week two or three after starting up the TikTok, it just blew up. Damn. Yeah. That's crazy. It was man. crazy. So it wasn't, it obviously was not an overnight success. Like some people think. No. And, and when I say easy to fucking do. Yeah. And when I say blow up, I mean that it was when like we had one of our first things really go like. You know, Over a couple, couple hundred thousand views, that's, right? That's blowing up. And bro. then that started getting people funneling in, them right. into YouTube to start watching the actual shows. Um, and it was it was Michael Jordan and LeBron debate. And nice. That, like, what was that debate about? You you know <laughs> you know that that gets people I going. To listen to that. One. You know what I'm saying? You know 100%. that that just gets people going. And um, we posted like two or three of them and they were going nuts um and then we're like oh okay this is like now we kind of know what what gets people like Mm. interested like oh you're talking about the goat debate like people want to engage in that and people in the comments are going crazy and then like now they're coming to the show and they're like we want to chime into this yeah that is crazy yeah and then i think when we went super viral for the first time was when we had jason williams on um and he came on a few times how many views was that you know 
top of your head? Um, the TikTok that I'm thinking of, probably a couple million. Yeah, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah, million. You're viral, bro. Yeah, it was insane. Yeah, and then that that first Jason Williams viral clip is what pushed us to like tens of thousands of people following us on TikTok overnight. Mm. But you know, this is. What did you feel, this man? This is like a year. Like, did you feel like, what the fuck is going on? Like, were you like off-put? Is this real? Anxiety. Anxiety. Yeah, I'm very anxious. <laughs> very what were you anxious about? Like, fuck, I'm out there. Yeah. A million people. Yeah. That's insane, that. bro. Like, a million people is a lot of fucking it's people. It's a lot of people. Like, you can't. I can't really imagine how many people that is, but like, even in a fucking concert where there's like 200 people, mm-hmm. 200,000, or whatever. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. That's a lot of fucking people. It's bro. a lot, bro. And- I used to check TikTok like every 10 minutes, bro. Mm. I used to just go on. It's like I was getting obsessed with like how many views is this video doing in, in this one? Because at the time I was editing a lot mm-hmm. and I want to see if I was trying to learn like is is it the topic? Is it the editing style? How to begin clips? How to like hook, middle, end, all this stuff. Yeah. And like over time you learn that stuff and now it's easier to translate and tell you know editors like hey this is this is probably a moment that we want to clip up this is probably how we should clip it up um it's going to get just more engagement it becomes like second nature almost Mm -hmm. because you're just so focused on it you adapt to your environment and then you just like honed in Mm -hmm. you just know what to look for those gems Mm -hmm. that's something that you think you always had or did it just enhance that's a good question i don't think so because um I was so unfamiliar with the the process on actually doing it, right? You watch it all the time. Right. Um, but you're not thinking about that mm. of like, why is this hooking me in, right? right, right. Because you aren't doing it. You yeah. don't need to do it until you start doing it, right? Where you need to learn this stuff of how do I keep people's attention? How do I get people's attention? Right. How do I keep their attention? And then how do I get those people to actually want to watch the long form stuff? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just, it really, it's just putting in the hours of doing it. Right. And that's how I learned best is doing it. I could watch that all day, like learn and how people do it. And to some extent it's going to help. Right. But you're really not, well, I'm really not going to learn that unless I'm doing it. Right. And so I've done it so many times now where like, I just started getting it. Did you think this is what you were going to be doing, man? Hell no. I thought I was going to be... Uh, <laughs> a doctor or some shit? No, no bro. I'm so stupid. Like, basketball player. I did I think did too, that I was going to be a basketball player. That sucked. Very delusional. But yeah, I I uh, never thought I was going to do this. Uh, this was never a career-like um, path that I had in mind. Right. It was... Business, I definitely want to be in business in some capacity. I thought I went to school for like management. Mm. So I thought I was going to be at some large corporation just managing people. Right. And whatever it was, probably in the tech industry, because obviously, you know, we're in Seattle. Tech industry is booming here. um, And I'm interested in tech. So I thought that that's where I was going to land. I thought I was going to be sitting at a desk nine to five for my whole life. Really? Yeah. And, you know, not to say that that can't happens right because anything could happen yeah, yeah. but like right now living in the moment like i'm trying to ride this out as long as possible like this is the goal this is do you feel like you love what you do i love it bro that's what you're meant to do then man yeah. when you love that shit like you go to a corporate world like it's cool they pay good but do you love it mm-hmm. you know that's the thing that a lot of people don't really think about you know i've seen a lot of coming from like the medical field people that are in that profession they could tell they just don't fucking love it. Like, they just went to fucking school. Lawyers. Yeah, they just went to school because maybe their parents told them they were going to be a doctor or a lawyer or, you know, they just fucking thought that's what they should do was the fucking norm. Like, we were just talking about the school thing, you know what I'm saying? Like, in a sense, it's, you are kind of tailored to think a certain way. Mm-hmm. And the creative capacity that we naturally have as a kid is kind of, like, taken off, you know, because right. we have to think a certain way now. Before we thought whatever the fuck we wanted to think about. Right. And we're super creative. Mm-hmm. Like, do you feel like that was born in you again? I feel that shit. 100%. And before we started rolling, that's what we were talking about, right? It was, like, when I was a kid, bro, I had imaginary friends when I was a kid. Who the fuck was their name, bro? Uh, Crunch and Snoopy. Oh, shit. So it was quite literally Snoopy the dog and Captain Crunch because it was like one of my favorite cereals. Oh, see, you bro. already... And I could <laughs> see them, you. bro. This is what was crazy. Is like I could see them. What the fuck? 
you were hella creative. <laughs> bro, like, 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 damn, was I on shrooms? Nah, like, was bro, I, you were fucking painting pictures with your mind. Yeah, bro, shit. it was bananas. So, like, I used to literally, like, do, go on adventures in my backyard hey. with imaginary <laughs> friends and shit. Bro, <laughs> hey, this is, this is probably the first time I've ever told this on camera. Which hey, that's is, what's up, though. Salute to that. This is, we drink water over here because we have this fuck. But just just to like just to give you an idea of like where my mind was at when I was a kid, like very imaginative and like that's kind of dope. Creative, not in not creative in the sense of like artistically god awful always, um, but just like thoughts and like things and like my mind is always going. Still to this day, it's always just like the the motors are always churn, turning. Yeah. Um, what do you think that is, bro? Like honestly, like what do you think that is? is? That the capacity of your mind that it's just extended to a certain level. What is that shit? Because I had a cousin. She used to see um, what do they call the auras around people? Mm. She used to see colors, yeah, around them, mm -hmm. and she thought it was normal. Is that astigmatism or? Oh, fucking no! <laughs> but she kidding. has a trippy ass. <laughs> she has this. She has a trippy ass fucking scary story, bro. Yeah, and we gonna talk about scary stories too because I know you got boys. You know what I mean? Jay Rob, shout yeah, out to, shout my to boy. the ghosts. The ghosts. He's in the background and shit. But um, he she has a trippy story in one of the episodes, bro. On on it's called uh, Paranormal Activity Part One crazy story and she used to see an aura around people mm. and a doctor told her like hey um that's not normal or made it seem like you see that right and she said when she had that feeling she stopped seeing that shit because he was like that's not normal yeah so to her it kind of like scared her like what the fuck right and she stopped seeing it at least that's what she says right right yeah interesting i believe her i believe her too yeah i mean dogs they have a different sense of fucking smell they can smell shit we can't mm. they can smell shit we can't their senses are a lot more keen. Our senses are limited. We have five senses. Those five senses interpret our reality, mm -hmm. right? But they're very small, you know, in actually being able to identify and interpret our reality mm -hmm. compared to other fucking animals that could see shit differently. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Right. But you see fluorescent light. That's why they see the fucking color on the fucking flowers. So bro, their reality know, is different. You know a lot about a lot of things. I'm starting oh, to realize. Shit, like I never bro. knew that. You're I'm just, just a mouthpiece. <laughs> blowing blowing my mind all the time. Um I want to stay on this creativity piece. How the I, fuck did we venture out? I think we were being too creative, bro. Let's, I think let's get back in <laughs> yeah, exactly. can't get you and I together because we're just gonna go <laughs> like bro, this could easily be an eight. Mondo, hour you podcast. gotta let me know, bro. Like, hey motherfuckers, change the topic. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like we could really go for eight we hours. We can't. But um on the creativity side, because what we were talking about before we went live was very interesting. I was talking about, um, have you ever just been like kind of aware of when you're a kid or just kids in general, very creative as kids. Um, and then those same like creative kids as they kind of grow older and older, you might see that creative creativity start kind of fading out, um, whether that be in middle school, high school, um, yeah. college or when they're in a career right and I what I was telling you was when I got into my like first job probably like a two years in to having my first job is when I felt the creativity kind of start fading away and it you was kind of more of it. That's crazy. yeah very conscious of it um, but I don't know that I was I don't think I became conscious of the fact that oh, I'm just not being as creative as, as I used to be until like a few years ago mm. um, because I didn't need to be, right? It was it was like, it was just essentially do taking orders. Right. You know, yep. that, that sounds harsh. Like, you know, just listening to what my bosses are telling me and, and I'm just like a machine. Like I just, you give me a direction and like go do a task, like I'm going to go do that. That's just how I'm like wired. Mm -hmm. I'm just really good at doing tasks. Right. Um. So... At some point, um, just doing the same thing that's that was relatively mundane for several years, um, it just like all creativity or just like the creative thoughts and like wanting to pursue something creative, if that makes sense, uh, just kind of waned. Mm. Um, and like I, I knew that it was still like there, there, like I was still thinking of some creative things, but like the the passion, like pursue it, it almost felt like. Not dead inside, but kind of like choked out. Yeah, choked out for sure. Yeah. Um, and what I was trying to get at with that rant was um, what do you think that is? Do you think that's your environment, your parents, 
the education system, the the manager that you work for, the mm-hmm. job you're in. You're asking me? Because that's what I think it is. I think it it there's probably several factors. Some people it might be their parents. They just like, no, you have to pursue this. You have to do this. Um, yep. And then all those things that they wanted to do, they're just like, I'm going to put this on the shelf and just do this. Yeah. Some people go against that because right. they're just like so against that. Like, And a couple of, when I quit my job to do this, that's when it, the switch finally came back on where I was like, no, I'm jumping off the cliff. I'm going to go do something that I want to do and that I can be like creative again. You unplug it off the fucking matrix. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that's really what it is. Corporate world in the sense is batteries, bro. We're batteries. Mm. We unplug, we come into the creative world, we create our own shit. Right. You know what I mean? Entrepreneurship, that's what it is. Yeah. It's, it's how you define it. Yeah. And you also don't really have a choice when you decide to start chasing that entrepreneurship. And No. Because you it's in be. you. You have to be. That's why Nipsey you said, it's not on you, it's in you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's what Nipsey said. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's within you, bro. So you got that shit back, your creativity. Mm-hmm. And all that. Oh, for sure. And just like that passion to just like do different things now, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And what else do you want to do besides podcasts? You think that's the long run? Like that's what you're aiming for? You're just trying to see what it evolves to? Because right now it's very primitive in the sense of people being more you know, interested in doing it. Like we were saying in the beginning, people want to do a podcast, but they don't know how difficult it is to actually do a podcast. Right. Like, is that something you want to continue to tap into? Or you're just kind of seeing where it fucking goes. Bro, I don't, I don't know. Like, even with Player's Choice, bro, we're always evolving. Like tomorrow, for example, we're about to venture into, we're diversifying our content, doing new stuff that's outside of the shows. Um, And so we're about to dabble in some stuff that we haven't done before. So I'm about to learn a ton now. Again. Let's go. Um, So a bunch of more new stuff. And then just like planning out in the future, we've talked about so many different things that we want to do that's that's outside of podcasts. We want to do so many things. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not going to put all of our business out no, there but you know not. just like outside of podcasting yes, yeah. like we w- this isn't this isn't the only thing that player's choice is going to do this is just the start mm-hmm. and we're going to continue to build off of it right and our community is the people that are allowing us to do this because they just rock with us so heavy and they're That's the dopest dope. dopest fans in the world you found your people man oh people yeah found that oh yeah you know our community I mean? our community is insane bro when when i uh, eventually step back from being on the podcast to start just managing like the operation side and make sure that Players Choice is always running. Um, I had so many people within like two shows I miss and people are DMing me personally. Yeah. And they're like, you know, is everything good? Like, are you okay? Like checking in on me. And I thought that like, I'm gonna start crying. But I'm like, dope. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, that is the coolest thing ever that they mess with us so much on not just like a fan level of just like loving the stuff that we put out but like they genuinely care about you too right yeah yeah people get to know a lot about you on camera Mm -hmm. you know what i mean i was a little bit intimidated being on camera were you intimidated being on camera absolutely like people are gonna see my zit on the face and you know what i mean i didn't shave today or whatever it is it's like you're always looking for the imperfections yeah and the judgment did you get any of the judgment when you were like blowing up well for me i used to have a ton of insecurities about like um physical appearance stuff right like, i have a dent in my chest right like it's literally encaved in this yeah, thing used there's a to, terminology for that yeah i forget what it's called me but, too <laughs> um, i'm like me too <laughs> yeah but it always bugged me as a kid like i never wanted to take my shirt off i would jump mm-hmm. in the pool with my shirt on mm-hmm. and then i eventually got into high school and like just got more confident with just like my body and it was right. just like who cares bro like yeah, this yeah, is yeah. how i look right like take it or leave it whatever mm-hmm. you can make fun of me that shit just rolls off right. my back now um so physical like stuff was never a bother for me. It was more so like, am I gonna say something that's just gonna get like a mob of people to like mm. come after me? Because I don't know, bro. You, it doesn't matter what you say, and this applies to internet, off the internet, whatever. You never know when you're gonna offend people, right? That's so true. eventually, at some point, I realized like, bro, it doesn't matter. You're gonna offend somebody Regardless. one way or the other. In not not saying like offensive things, but I'm t- talking just about like, oh, LeBron's a goat. Like people are gonna get so mad at that. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like I heard, silly I heard, stuff. I heard someone just got almost fucking like ambushed because she was nodding to like some fucking EDM music or some shit like that. That's insane. Yeah, bro. How do you live your life with that? Because right. you say you have a lot of anxiety, right? How do you live your life thinking about shit like that? 
How do you I control it? Do you fucking meditate or something? I don't know. No, I don't. I don't really know. It like is ebb and flows, and I've been dealing with it so long where it's like mm. I just kind of like I use it kind of in a way yeah. of just like hey everything's okay like I'm kind of making things up and this is why it's right. giving me so much anxiety yeah um like when we first went super viral um with a Jason Williams clip I got super nervous because I edited the clip and I was like bro he's gonna get so mad because of just the way that maybe people are interpreting what he said. Like we understood what he said, but like other people are going to take what he said and like completely go off script with it. And a lot of people did. And it got picked up by TMZ, ESPN, FS1, like everyone's picking up. And I laid in bed for several hours that day when this started happening because I was freaking out. No, I was like, bro, Jason Williams is about to call me and be like, what is your address? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Or I'm outside your fucking house. (laughs) Right, right, right. That's crazy, bro. That is crazy, man. Nuts. But like, that's something that you have to then be careful with on the podcast. So you don't, you don't fucking pay attention to that shit no more. You just go with it now. No, bro. It's, it's just is what it is. It is what it is. You just live with it. Yeah. You know, because you're always going to offend people. They say, um, damn if I do, damn if I don't. Right. You, know, you could do the best thing. You could go to church every Sunday and go to prayer and worship and do that. People are going to judge you. Right. You know what I'm saying? Or you could live whatever, any lifestyle you want to live, people are going to judge you. Yeah. Regardless. I think what's helped me is like I've found um, not security. Uh, well, I guess kind of security, but there's a there's another word for it for sure of just like knowing that regardless of what happens, I have people in my corner mm-hmm. that are going to support me no matter what. Yeah, that's important. You know? Your squad so, has your back. Yeah, yeah. chilling. Yeah, it has to be like that, man. And people know who you are as a person. Right. You know what I mean? So, like, people could think... It's all intention. All intention. You know? So yeah. if, if people understand that I have the best intentions, which I do... Right. Um, then that's, that's, on, that's not on me for the way that people might interpret what is said or done. Right. Um, I know what my intentions are mm-hmm. or were for whatever. Um, and so that's how I just like kind of block that out of like, just don't worry. Like everything's you have be good, good bro. Cause like yeah. if something does happen, like I have so many people who will, you know, reach out and like, we'll be good. Yeah. No, hundred percent. You got a community that backs you up too. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And so like I said, man, at the end of the day, you have to be real. You know what I'm saying? That's why with this, I say raw, real, and uncut. Because I want to be real. I want to show my flaws and my virtues. Mm-hmm. I know I want to show that I know what I'm talking about and I don't know what I'm talking about. Because that's being human. You know what I'm saying? The ego, bro, always wants to become. And the soul just wants to be. You just want to be. We're human beings, not human doers or human pleasers. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's what I think, bro. Fire. That's <laughs> <It was> fire. <laughs> no, nah, man, but tell me more, bro. Like, fucking player's choice, man. What is your favorite fucking episode that you did? I think the first time Jason Williams came on was my personal favorite. Um, bro, I grew up, like I said earlier, like when we were joking around about playing basketball professionally. Mm-hmm. In eighth grade, I stood up in a social studies class. The teacher was asking everyone to you know, introduce themselves on the first day, and I stand up. I'm Jordan. Um, I want to be a professional basketball player when I grow up. Yeah. And he's like, Bro, what That's the fuck? Up, <laughs> like he like he's like, bro, really? Like he started roasting me, flaming me in Damn. front of the whole class. It was crazy. He's like, do you know the percentage of uh, people who even bro. play college basketball? And he's like rattling off these stats. And then uh, he's like, let alone you know professionally, it's like whatever percent he starts. And I was like, first of all, let's Google this because I don't know. Uh, <laughs> let's fact check this man. Um, but that killed me. Well, it didn't kill me, actually. Psych. It did not kill me. That fueled me because mm-hmm. I was like, all right, motherfucker. Now, my life goal is to play professional basketball. But even if I just play college basketball, I can still be like, fuck you. I, right. I did what you said I probably wasn't going to do. Facts. Um, and so when I did finally get on a college team, I was like, let's go, bro. Like, I, I proved... So you not did only, end up going not to only to this team. bozo, and and he's not the only person who's ever told me like, hey, you're not gonna go anywhere with basketball, whatever. Like, in you know, everyone projects their whatever insecurities, opinions onto you all the time. It's your job and responsibility to be like, just noise block that out and just 
keep going, stay in your lane. And so I was super happy when I had played college. I mean, it was just community college, but you know, even when I say just community college, people are like, bro, come on, like give yourself credit. That's called yourself basketball. credit. Man. And that, that's why I say to like, that's why I start saying to people now, if they're like, oh yeah, I just played community college. I'm like, bro, you played college basketball. Mm-hmm. doesn't matter. There's so many people who want to play at the next level after high school and don't. Right. So you did it. Congrats. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so yeah, that was super dope. Um, what were how do we even start this because I, I went off on the tangent here um we were talking about pretty much like um you know you you said your professor that he wasn't gonna he was telling you you were gonna make it as a basketball player yep i don't fucking know anymore either, yeah bro. I just, <laughs> fucking lost that bro My, mando <laughs> <laughs> you wrapped My me bad. into your story. You're a good fucking storyteller, bro. Thank you, bro. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> I wish I remember what the hell. Hey, what favorite episode? Favorite episode. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's how I was gonna tie it in. You're the man. This is how I was gonna okay, tie it in. Okay, we can edit shit. <laughs> okay. So, so once once I decided like basketball was gonna be my thing because I had played soccer and baseball and like other sports as well growing up, but. Once I got into uh, ninth grade, it's like basketball was my thing. So I just went heavy into basketball. Like I wanted to know all the things. I wanted to like just com- constantly get better at the sport. Um, anything and everything basketball, it was eat, sleep, breathe. Um, so naturally, I became a huge fan of uh, college basketball and professional basketball. Uh, 14 years old, uh, watching basketball on TV and see this seven foot. And, and at the time, I was relatively taller than my classmates mm-hmm. not by much but you know a few inches yeah. so i was playing yeah, a forward counts. position right and then when i got into you know later in high school and and then eventually college i was a shooting guard i was a two okay but i started out as a post so i'm watching the nba game and there's this big tall white long-haired seven foot dude shooting fadeaway jumpers like this is in a time when the big man is usually inside, right? Mm-hmm. This guy's stretching the floor. This is Dirk Nowitzki. Okay. I was like, bro, this guy's games, like this is how I, I'm trying to extend the floor too because I love shooting. I didn't love banging down low, bro. I'm like, I'm so skinny mm-hmm. and I hate contact. It's like, I hate contact. <laughs> From far away, so I'm trying So I'm trying to get back, you know, and shoot threes. And so I see him doing it. And so I latch onto him. It's like, this is my guy, bro. I just, ha- I have to, model my game like after him um and so that was kind of like the start of just getting into and like finding my love and passion for basketball so tying this into the jason williams the first time jason williams is on this is really my first time talking to a a, a guy who played well i've talked to professional basketball players mm-hmm. i don't think i'd ever talk to somebody in the nba and like the nba and basketball is like that's the thing Right, you know that's the uh, the top of the mountain for basketball, and yep. I was a I loved Jason Williams uh, when I was growing up too. Like I watched a ton of Jason Williams. He was flashy. He was, you know, like kind of attitude to him. And you know, I had a little bit of an attitude too, and I was <laughs> coming up to my detriment. Oh, uh, shit. but yeah, so it was like surreal, out of body experience. Um, it wasn't like, uh, what is that called when, like, not culture shock, but, you know, like when you... Uh, starstruck. Starstruck. Mm-hmm. I wasn't necessarily starstruck, but I was cheesing. I was just so happy. I was like, it's like I've wanted to, like, talk to these people my whole life or, like, play with them, obviously. Um, and now he's on our show. That's like crazy. Bananas. I was freaking out. Whoa, so that's, oh man, that's a big, big thing. Yeah. It's a big deal. How was the conversation? It was amazing. It was yeah. so Were dope. you nervous, bro? Very nervous before yeah. it started. But then he, you know, before the show starts, we're on the call and whatever, and then he sits down and we're kind of chopping it up before. And so then I just kind of ease in. It's like, well, it's just another human being, you know, and I can talk to anyone. Mm-hmm. And so the nerves start just settling. It's like, yeah, this Whoa. is going to be a fun episode. Dang, yeah. bro. That, you got a mouthpiece too then. I guess. (laughs) I can talk some shit. That's dope, bro. And so pretty much Player's Choice, it's not only about basketball. It talks about all other topics too, right? Um, I would say our big, the niche that we're like most big in, I guess, 
is sports. So we have basketball shows, football, soccer, um, and we have several basketball shows. And then we just recently, within the last six, seven months or something like that, uh, we started an anime show. Um, we started a wrestling show. And then we've brought on like a couple more um, interview style shows. So most of the shows are like debates. Mm. Um, but we also have a few that's like interview style now too, where where we're bringing people on professional athletes um, or just kind of people in the sports world, you know, writers, analysts, commentators, whoever, um, and doing more interview style content as well. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But I would say 90% sports. But, you know, like as time goes on, we're, we're going to be in everything. Yeah. Anime is a pretty interesting subject, man. Mm-hmm. Do you watch I know, anime? I know nothing about anime, bro. No? Absolutely nothing. But our PC anime show, like I've tuned in a few times and- now you I, will. I don't. I don't, like, <laughs> I don't watch it that much because I don't know what they're talking about, and it's hard for me to like. Yeah, I have ADHD, bro. So if if I don't know what's going on, like my mind's just gonna go. You were telling me about that when you're having a conversation. You think about a million things, bro. In your I'm head. thinking that happens to me too, bro. We're doing, we're doing, Are you my fucking like double doppelganger? Yeah, I might be. Shit? I might be. But like right now, like things are going, ideas and shit are just yeah, going yeah. on in my head right now. But yeah. like I'm very likewise here. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah, what yeah. I'm saying. Um. But yeah, our PC anime show, although I had no idea they were speaking a completely different language, I was entertained. It's it's good. Like we have right. great personalities on it. And that's with all of our shows. That's you great. don't have to know the sports like in depth or the, you know, anime or wrestling in depth because we have so many great personalities on the show that they're just gonna bring you in and you're gonna have fun. Right. And you're gonna learn. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. the most important thing, bro. And that's the thing. If anime's in the mix, if you're going to watch any anime, bro, start with Dragon Ball Z. Well, I, I watched Dragon Ball Z when, you know, growing up, but, like, I mm-hmm. forgot all about it. You got to watch it, bro. Yeah. Watch all that yeah. shit. Yeah, but I forgot to talk about this with, with Player's Choice. What We're so different because they're not just shows or podcasts that, you know, it's just them talking. We, and this is kind of why I think a pillar of why players choice has been so successful is because we bring the community into every show Mm. they're involved in damn near every single show that we do because we are every show is live so there's people live in the chat watching commenting in real time and they're uh, part of the podcast they're part of it yeah like so thousand guests yeah at, at any point one of the you know the hosts or someone on the show might see a comment that it's going to completely change the trajectory of what the show was going to be because now they've brought a topic up. They're like, yeah, let's talk about this. That's crazy. It's dope. So you get a topic, you're like, oh, shit. I don't fucking know about that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was sweating profusely when we did talk about one thing that I was like, this is so out of my realm of knowledge. Um, and it made me so uncomfortable to talk about because it's like, I shouldn't be talking about this because I know nothing about it. But you're learning. And for the most part, I didn't talk yeah. about I didn't, you know, really express my opinion too much on it, I think. Um, I think I tried to come from like, you know, the angles of like, you know, I could see why this and that, but I didn't have a hardcore opinion on it. But, mm. you know, there were people that did and I was like, this is uncomfortable. Yeah. It was it was a very <laughs> uncomfortable topic. So Man, but that's the type of thing, though. You're learning. If you don't know, right. you are learning, right? So if you're not talking, you're obviously listening. Mm-hmm. And that's the beautiful thing about that, man, that you guys created that. Yeah. That's big. Yeah, it's dope, bro. It's the dopest thing ever. Man, and I know some um, of your homeboys, you know, they kick it around, too. They're also on on the Player's Choice podcast as well. Yeah, some bozos. J-Rob. There might over be one here, man. bozo in the J- room right we're now. We're going to have J-Rob, man, pretty soon. He has a pretty interesting story that puts... That puts the topics on a whole different level with the paranormal activity bro, and shit like when, that. When I saw that, I was like, this is fake as shit, bro. I texted him. <laughs> CGI. I was like, well, it, not even that it was fake. Like, what you saw was like a real thing. But I was like, bro, that's his roommate or his mom or brother mm-hmm. or something walking behind him. And it's just the camera is such shitty quality yeah. that it's just lagging like very slow. So it just looks like a silhouette. Damn. I texted him. I was like, Bro, that's not a real ghost or what? I don't even remember what. I said, "Is that real?" Yeah. He's like, "Yeah." And you know, you're texting, you can't hear their tone or anything. Right. Bullshit. Yeah, yeah. 
And so I like go back and forth with him a little bit. And then he's like, no, bro, for real. Like that I'm not kidding. Like there was nobody in his house. And so I watched it probably a hundred times. Bro, I've seen it a lot of times. I've too. seen it so many times because <laughs> I, I was like, this is insane. Like it's the most convincing ghost video I've ever seen. And I love watching ghost stuff on like YouTube and stuff. It's very interesting, right. you know? Yeah, yeah. But some of it you're like, oh, that's bullshit. Most of it. Most of it. Most but of that it. that is compelling as fuck. But this, what got me with this is because I know him. Right. And so there's no, there's no like, there's no unanswered questions mm-hmm. except for what the fuck is that? But right. there's no unanswered questions of, um, you know, did you guys stage this or, you know, whatever. Right. And that's usually when I see some stuff, I'm like, oh, they're just, yeah. you know, that's something they didn't post yeah, yeah. or whatever it is. Yeah. But yeah, dude, it was bananas. What do you think about that shit, bro? Like, what is your... Just like paranormal stuff or yeah. like ghosts or... Yeah, do you think that shit exists? Do you think that there's a realm we don't... Well, for uh, for sure now. <laughs> 100% now. <laughs> J-Rob is like, I'm a believer. I think, I think I've always kind of um, thought that... Uh, I don't know that I'm like, was 100% yes or no. Mm-hmm. I'm just open to it. Right. Like very open to aliens existing, very open to um, there's ghosts and like, you know, if they want to present themselves, they might present themselves right. or whatever. Yeah, but, man. That's crazy because like, again, going back to the fucking senses that we have, mm-hmm. I mean, we don't know. Like we may have senses that only perceive, again, small amount of reality. There's more to it, bro. Right. I think so. Like, paranormal activity is, like, different dimensions. I explained this shit to Pedro, and he was like, what the fuck is that shit? Yeah, I was tripping, too. Yeah, that was crazy. But About the fucking thing? Yeah, what what I've, like... About the fucking thing? About the fucking thing. <laughs> what I've started, like, trying to do more of is just being way more open to all things. Like, just, like, if somebody's very passionate about something or, like, they seem knowledgeable about something, like, I'm just going to listen to them. Mm. Um, there used to be a time when I would be like, ah, like what? Right, I'm not right. even gonna listen to you. Yeah. But now I'm like, I want to hear what everything you, you have to say because yeah. you know, then I'm gonna go down the rabbit hole and start doing some research and whatever. But yeah. what is your insight, bro? Like in regards to life, do you think you're you're happy with what you're doing right now in life? Yeah, I, I think I'm in a really good spot in life right now, doing something that I want to do. I'm very like just blessed in that I'm able to do this. I have a fiance who is like the most supportive. Like there's people, unfortunately, who can't, you know, can't be in this position because whatever reasons. Um, And I'm fortunate enough to have somebody there that's like, go do this because she just knows that my drive and like passion, Mm -hmm. I'm very passionate. And she's like, if you don't do this, like you are going to, beat yourself up for years it's powerful and so she was fully supportive of me quitting and pursuing this um and then just like the friends that i have and that i've made along the way with all this too it's like i have so many dope people in my life bro like i don't know how anyone could like not want to have friends bro because that that's what pushes me bro Mm -hmm. like i i like being to myself at times too but like i need my friends and family bro facts they push me they believe they like help me in so many different ways that i can't do you know with by myself Mm -hmm. um the confidence that people have like instilled in me i'm i think i'm getting better um but i definitely have lacked confidence for so long but from going back to what i was talking about of like people saying you can't do that you can't do it right and then that you know enough people say it to you you start kind of believing it yeah and so um having people who like actually believe in you and like start retraining your brain of like bro you just have to believe in yourself like you are good at x y and z like lean into that and like allow yourself to give yourself credit for stuff yeah and so i've been able to do that a lot more um but yeah it's crazy See, it's, it's, i'm like just thinking about all this it's like amazing, life's bro. crazy right now it is it's amazing that you have that support system mm-hmm. and there's people that that actually you know remind you of who you are as a person uh, i think i was telling mondo a while ago a couple of days ago that um there's a quote that says don't hang out with people that, that won't tell you who you are because then you'll forget it 
You know what I mean? You'll forget who you are eventually. Mm. And sometimes you don't have those people, bro. Sometimes you got to find that shit within yourself. You know what I mean? And go against the fucking grain. Because ultimately, like, you won't have people sometimes. Sometimes people don't see it in you. Or they see it in you and they don't want to say it. Yeah. But when you start discovering that shit, it's like, damn, all this time. You know what I mean? I could have done this, this and this and that. I had this creativity. And I was wasting time doing this. But in the long run, it's not wasting time. Right. right. Like, you're learning from that shit, too. And to your point of having, like, people who just, like, keep it real with you, it's important to have people who tell you, like, hey, you're not very good at this or, like, like just being very frank with mm-hmm, you. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'm not telling this to you because I'm trying to shit on you. I'm telling you this because, because I it. want you to get better. Mm-hmm. Um, I think when people, like, keep things from you because they're maybe afraid of confrontation or they're afraid of just like the response and like, Oh, is this person going to be my friend after I bring this right. to their attention? Yep. Um, it's almost worse if you don't um, right. to an extent, you know, there's probably some things you should keep to yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think if you're kind of cognizant of that, of like, you know, if somebody is like in a rut or something like try to pull them out, man, don't just let them sink. Right. You know, like be like, Hey bro, like you're lazy. Mm-hmm. Like you just need to get off the couch. Like, you know, stuff like that. That's being a friend, too. Right. That's being a friend because, like, if we go out to eat, eat some fucking tacos, and I have cilantro in my teeth. Yeah. I need you to fucking tell me. Right. You know what I mean? Not just fucking be like, oh, he's got cilantro in his teeth. And just be like, hey, what's up? You know what I mean? Right. Like, tell me. And that's the type of thing that be like, oh, shit. Mm -hmm. How long have I had it? Make make you feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's like, okay. Because there's things that you can't see that friends see. Right. You know what I mean? They see the strengths, they see the weaknesses, they're seeing it from a different angle. Right. Bro, I can't tell you how many uncomfortable conversations I've had since we started Player's Choice, like between me and Shaq, of like just very like necessary conversations that we have to have that maybe sometimes we waited too long or whatever to have and it just kind of boils up. Yep. And then it gets the conversations a little more uh like strained than it might have been if we just right. just attacked yeah. it, you know, immediately. Um, but we've had so many of those uncomfortable conversations that have just made us so much better and just like helped players choice and like each other. Right. Mm-hmm. Like he's helped me grow so much in these last couple years than probably the time that I started working in the professional world. Right. Um, and just like pushing me instilling confidence in me, like so many things, like, I don't know if I would be able to do what we're doing with anyone else. Mm. Like he has made me so much better on so many levels just because of his ability to be like, bro, we have to like be straight up and you know, like this isn't cutting it, that ain't cutting it, blah, 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 whatever. I'm like, I I need that too. Right. Because bro, like we always say iron sharpens iron. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Bro, we like. Sometimes when you get sharpened, it doesn't feel good. Yeah, yeah, bro. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Sparks are flying. Mm-hmm. Emotions are flying. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you're both getting refined. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I think just at Players' Choice in general, we have a lot of those mm-hmm. kind of uncomfortable. Some mates think it's, you know, uncomfortable, but it's just like necessary conversations to continue pushing, like just making everyone and everything better. Yeah. I think that's an amazing relationship, bro. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? You need people like that, especially in business. Communication is key. And a lot of times you want to sugarcoat things. Or a lot of times you don't want to hurt people's feelings. Right. But it's like, no, we're here to win. We're here to to do what we need to do as an organization, as a vision, whatever. And we are going to have to have these uncomfortable conversations, right? Because we're two different worlds combining. So there's different opinions. There's different perspectives. But when you communicate and find that common ground, man, you find guidance. That's important, bro. Yeah. I'm glad you have people like that. Yeah, bro. Yeah. I, I hope that everyone in my life is, you know, able to, you know, talk to each other that way and Mm. at least like give me that feedback that i need to continue just being a better person or whatever it is you know like call me out right it's gonna help yep 100 percent, man hey well you know this is just the beginning brother we're gonna keep on killing it we're gonna keep on coming on we're gonna keep on associating ourselves because at the end of the day we are the iron that's sharpening each other bro and i'm really privileged to have you on today and i really appreciate you taking time to come and talk to me man is there anything on your mind, any last words before we conclude, something you want to share to to the audience? Um, Man, I didn't really think this far ahead. I think the, to, just to go back to the question that we always get, um, actually two things. 
one, starting a podcast, bro, you can do it. Most people just like they say they want to do it and then maybe it's overwhelming or they talk themselves out of it. They start saying, ah, this is stupid. It's not stupid, bro. Just start recording. The most important thing is hitting record and putting it out there. Mm. It could be the biggest piece of trash you've ever made, but that's the first thing you've made. Right. You're only going to get better and better. Go watch Player's Choice episode one, two, whatever, and then go watch what Player's Choice is now. The just the the podcast, the shows are just so much better, you know, well more well ran, mm-hmm. like we're not as nervous, you know. You just get so much better and more comfortable and you learn so much and you also meet people that you might not have ever met Facts. if you didn't do it. Yeah. So, bro, jump off that cliff, go do that. And then second, kind of on the same, you know, uh, wavelength is that, is like whatever you want to do in life, bro, go chase that in some way or another. You don't have to necessarily quit your job to go do something that you love. But you need to start. If you want to do art and you want to make money on your art, bro, once you get off of off of work, go eat your dinner. Go rest for, you know, 30 minutes, 45 minutes, and then just start making your art and posting it. Mm-hmm. Put that shit out there for the world. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is. Start, you want to start an online business or something? Just start that shit, bro. Mm. Go. Come on. Don't, don't talk yourself out of it. I've talked myself out of too many things, and I was... I am so exponentially more happy that I finally took the dive. Life's great, bro. Man, definitely words of inspiration that I'm putting in my pocket for sure, brother. And much love to you. And, you know, this is an amazing podcast. It's just the beginning. So stay tuned, everybody. And again, my boy Jordan from Player's Choice. Shout out to Player's Choice and everybody involved. Much love. Like, comment, share, all that shit. Late. Fuck yeah, bro. (laughs) That was great. That was great.